You're listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring the Roman Catholic Archbishop of Singapore, Archbishop William Goh. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, all of us, at some time in our lives, we would have encountered people who have betrayed us in love. And we have come to realize sometimes a bit too late that their love for us was insincere. Indeed, my dear brothers and sisters, we have to be very careful, especially in cultivating relationships. There are some people who are good at flattering us with nice words, but in their heart, they do not mean what they say. And worst of all, when they have evil intentions in praising and flattering us. This is why we have read so many cases in the social media where lonely people, men or women, longing for intimacy, for companionship, very often they fall into scams of people who professed their love for them. And after getting to know them, they cheat them of their money. Truly, my dear brothers and sisters, this kind of insincere love caused harm to many people in life. This insincere love is also that of the Israelites in today's first reading. They appear to be repentant and full of faith in God's love and mercy. As the Lord said, they will say, come let us return to the Lord. He has torn us to pieces. He will heal us. Let us set ourselves to know the Lord, that he will come as certain as the dawn. Indeed, such words of faith, such words of repentance, they were not sincere. That is why the Lord said to the Israelites, What am I to do with you, Ephraim? What am I to do with you, Judah? This love of yours is like a morning cloud, like the dew that quickly disappears. The love of the Israelites for God was a superficial love, a very shallow love. They returned to love God only when they were punished, when they were miserable. But the moment when the Lord rescued them and restored them, they would forget about God. And this is also the way many of us, we live our lives as well. Before we judge the Israelites, we must also remember that our love for God is also very often very shallow. Many of us, we go for the sacrament reconciliation, but we have no intention to change our life. We have no intention to, for, to give up our sins because we are either not convinced or we are not ready. And so we might appear like everybody else to go for confession. 
but such confession will have no effect in our lives. It will just be for a day or two, and then we go back to our old way of life, because there is no real conversion of heart. So, my dear brothers and sisters, what I have said for the Israelites is equally true also in today's parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector. This Pharisee, he was full of pride. He was not praying to God, he was praying to himself. He boasted of how good he was as a Jew. He paid all his tithes and he prayed. He was full of pride in what he has achieved, what he has done. Although he said, I thank God at the very beginning of of his prayer, but in fact he was thanking himself because the focus was about him, about me, I, he said, many times, I. And then we have in contrast, we have this text collector. He was a sinner, truly. There is no doubt about it. But this text collector, he was sincere. He knew he had done wrong. He felt helpless. And so he was ashamed even to look at God, to turn his eyes to heaven. And all he prayed was, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. And the Lord said, I tell you, this man went home again and writes with God. The Pharisee did not. And this is because his confession was truly from the depth of his heart. Yes, my dear brothers and sisters, the Lord wants a sincere heart, a sincere repentance. That is why during this season of Lent, as we complete the first part of Lent, the church wants us to examine ourselves. Are we ready for real conversion of heart? Tomorrow we begin the second part of the season of Lent. And my dear brothers and sisters, sincerity is what is necessary for conversion. This is why even the church, with regards to the question of the forgiveness of sins, anyone who makes a perfect contrition, an act of perfect contrition, that is to say, loving God above all things, and truly sorry for his sins. His venial sins are remitted, and even his mortal sins are forgiven. So long as he made a resolution to go for confession when the opportunity arises. That is why during this time of the COVID-19 pandemic, there are those who could not find a priest for confession. The church assures us, There will be times, not just during the pandemic, times when emergency, when we are sick in hospital, when we can no longer confess our sins. But if we are truly in the depth of our heart, sorry for what we have done, all our sins are forgiven. The Lord does not need to hear us making the act of confession 
The Lord looks at our heart. We can make the act of confession like the Pharisee, but the Lord will not hear us. And that is why at the end of the day, if a real confession brings about a real change, because it is out of love. You know, if we truly love God, if we truly love someone, we will not do things to hurt that person. We will not do things to make the person grieve over us. If we love our parents, we will not do things to hurt our parents and to make our parents uh, feel sad for us. So too, if we truly love God, then we will put God above everything else in our lives. We want to try to please Him, not because we are afraid of punishment or because we have to, but because we love. When there is true love, then there is real conversion. This is why in today's uh, first reading, the Lord said, What I want is love, not sacrifice. Knowledge of God, not holocaust. What the psalmist says, therefore, is a humble and contrite heart you will not spurn. To come to this contrite heart, what we need, of course, is humility. Humility is a gateway to all the graces of God in life. When we are proud, we are alienated from God and from our brothers and sisters. When we are proud, we are blind to our sins, to our faults. Instead of looking at ourselves, we are always looking at others, just like the Pharisee. Those of us who are truly conscious of our sins will think twice before condemning others because we are all sinners ourselves. When we are aware of all the wrongs that we have done and how many times we have hurt God, then we will not be so judgmental like the Pharisee. It is important, my dear brothers and sisters, we pray for humility to be able to recognize our own brokenness, our own inadequacy, so that we can turn to God for strength, not relying on our own, but God's strength and God's mercy. Uh, truly, without God's grace, I think it is impossible to overcome sins. Without God's grace, using our own will alone, we cannot overcome our faults. That is why we need the grace of God. We need to pray for the grace of God. Only God's grace can help us to overcome all temptations and our human weaknesses when His Spirit lives in us. It is for this reason that in today's gospel, the parable, immediately after today's parable, the next parable or the next uh, um, account is on the children that the Lord welcomed. When the disciples were chasing them away, Jesus says, if you want to enter the kingdom of God, you must come like a little child. In other words, humility, ready to learn, ready to confess our sins. My dear brothers and sisters, for those of us who think so highly of ourselves, you are comparing yourself with the wrong person. You are comparing yourself with your neighbor. 
you should compare yourself with our Lord Jesus Christ. Then you will know how far you are still from the perfect man in Christ Jesus that we are called to model after. Jesus is the perfect man. And therefore, until we arrive at what Jesus is, trying to imitate him in his life, none of us is better than another. So let us pray for humility and let us pray for the grace of conversion. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring His Grace, Archbishop William Goh. This podcast is brought to you by Catholic SG Radio.